Hey there, welcome to today's episode of Tell Me Your Business. I'm your host, Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and this podcast energizes everyday entrepreneurs to build successful businesses in the margins of what they value. And today I'm going to be interviewing a gentleman that's from my local community named Jordan Piercy, and he has this really cool bike coffee truck, essentially. And, um, you know, the purpose of this podcast for me is to be able to talk to a variety of people who have started small businesses and to really just like get a picture of, you know, what does it take for small businesses to get started? What does it take for them to stay consistent? What do they learn along the way? Because across the board, like whether the business person I'm interviewing is doing the exact same thing you're doing or something completely different, as business owners, there's a lot of crossover, and I think that a lot of the lessons that we can learn from other business owners, even if they're not necessarily in the same niche or the same business model that we're in, are universal. And so I will be doing a lot of interviews on the show just because I feel like we can learn so much from the experiences of others because that experience is extremely valuable. And that experience is coming to you every week through this podcast for free. So I want to encourage you guys just to settle in, grab yourself a cup of coffee, since this is Jordan Piercy who makes the coffee. (laughs) And he's going to tell us some of his um, just advice and insight into starting this kind of business, as well as just general business advice he's kind of learned along the way. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you find it fun. And wherever you're listening from, thank you for being here. Let's get started. Okay, guys, I'm so excited today to have Jordan Piercy on today for um, Tell Me Your Business. And so I have asked him on here because I'd like for him to tell me his business. (laughs) Um, I met Jordan um, at the farmer's market near my house and um, I've had several other like interactions with him in the past months and uh, just a really cool guy with a cool family and a cool small business and I thought it would be awesome to bring him on and have him talk about it and um, it might give you some inspiration so welcome Jordan. Hey thank you very much for having me. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your business? Just okay uh, coffee business I started it uh, almost a year ago. Um, I did a, almost a year of research before I ever even thought about buying a piece of equipment called sunshine coffee uh it's a cart a coffee bike if you will so i can take it to events and do the farmer's market and stuff like that this is the uh third coffee bike i went through uh, so i've had this one for a little over a year and i really like it yeah so now uh this past probably the past three or four months my kids have gotten me into this show called just add magic that's on like amazon i don't know if you've heard of it before not yet. We're okay. we're in blue, we're in bluey really hard right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. You're in the bluey season. Um. <laughs> so there is this kid in this show that has a food bike, and so every time we would go to the farmers market, <laughs> kids would go like, "Can we go to Jake's bike?" I was like, "Well, it's Jordan's bike, actually." <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they want to call me, I'm good. <laughs> but they get so excited because they're like they love his bike from the show, and I think it's so cool that you have this like coffee bike, and there's always cake pops around for them to buy. <laughs> The bike was the staple. That was the calling card of what I wanted. Um, I did a lot of research, like I said, with coffee and like the appeal and food carts, food trucks, food trailers and everything. But the bike was just cute. I wanted the business to kind of circle around that. Yeah, and it is. It's a really cute looking stand that you have. Um, It's very different, I think, like visually than what 
most people yeah. are used to. So if any of you guys are listening or thinking about doing something like a food-based business, like, uh, and you haven't thought about like a bike cart, like something to look into. Um, <laughs> so why did you decide to start like a coffee business? Like what was that motivation? My wife, she has this joke of, I don't even joke. She said she always wanted to be a barista. And I'm like, okay. Um, I didn't have that in me, but I'm like, that sounds like a really good idea. I started doing my own research. I'm like, we love coffee. That's one thing we enjoy every morning, waking up and having our coffee together. That's like probably the best part of my day. Um, so I said, let's let's do it. So I did all the research and finally said, okay, I, I think I know what I'm doing. I think I can do this. So I borrowed money out of my 401k. Uh, the money was just sitting there not being used. So I started started with it. So yeah. bought the bike, bought the espresso machine, started bought the grinder and did uh started kind of working on it. It probably took me at least four or five months to get comfortable with like I would serve this to somebody and yeah. everyone went with. I think that's really interesting, like because I think there's a lot of people who when they start a business, I think they just kind of like run out of the gate and are like, I just got to get this going. And I think it's interesting, like that, yeah. you know, with your business, you took a year just to research first, like you just wanted to be confident about it. And then it took several months for you to feel comfortable, like pulling the trigger on like serving it to the general public, I guess. Right. Yeah. Coffee's really, coffee's different for everybody. And so my taste is going to be different than your taste. And it goes from there. I don't really love cold coffee and let people enjoy it. So I had to make it for everybody. I had to test everybody. I was giving out coffee shots and espresso <laughs> trips and cold brew to everybody I could possibly find. Like, tell me what's wrong with this. Do you like it? And until I got the good feedback I wanted, and then that's when I started serving. Love that. So I have to say that I am kind of a coffee snob mm -hmm. a little bit. And <laughs> so when I have your cold brew, I'm like, man, this is like the best cold brew that I've had. And I mean, it's better than I feel like five bucks. So. I think I'm, I'm not talking about it, about any other coffee people, but everybody's taste is different. And I didn't want to hit people in the head with money either. That was like, yeah. I hate going to Starbucks and I hate paying $7 for a cup of coffee. Yeah. And I, I don't enjoy that. And so I wanted to make the menu available to anybody because i i know what I'm, I'm a cheap guy i came from nothing so i understand not having any money whatsoever i, yeah. I i'm down to that level straight from nothing to where me and my wife have built this what we have now so i wanted to make it available for anybody that has two dollars a dollar and a big thing about our business is i give so much stuff away to my customers i i want them to have it no matter what so I'm, my wife she laughs at me a bunch of time my father-in-law as well he does all the baking for me thomas lewis we give a lot of stuff away yeah for free if you come up to the car and you this happens a lot you look like you've had a bad day you look like something's on your mind we're going to take care of you we want to just give and give and give and yeah. it comes back to you really yeah i think that's an awesome an awesome thing to talk about um and kind of add in there uh, so what do you, so you have a day job, right? Like you have a, this isn't what you do full time. Oh no, I do this. I do this for fun and it's a great stress reliever for me. I just, I love coffee, but I'm one of the Maastricht's in Cleveland County. So uh, we work a week on and a week off. Uh, this is my work week right here. So it definitely gets definitely a side gig. Like this really relaxes me taking a break from criminal justice for a minute. Yeah. And what, like, what do you, like, what are the pieces kind of behind the scenes beyond just running the cart and serving the coffee? Like, do you? 
do you get the, do you source the beans or do you roast the bean? Like, what is your? I, I used to go through a uh, counterculture coffee. Okay. Uh, great. They started in Durham. It's great coffee. I still enjoy their coffee. No bad words whatsoever, but coffee prices have skyrocketed. And so I, once again, I didn't want to pass that. Oh, I'm not passing that on to my customer. I, I, I can't do that. So I started looking at other beans, uh, looking at other distributors and started roasting my own beans for a, it uh, saves me a lot of money doing that. So yeah. Guatemala beans, Colombia beans. Um, I started doing that to really help out. Awesome. Um, so what do you love most about this kind of side hustle that you have going? The people, period. Um, started at the farmer's market. That was like the big thing. I'll do this farmer's market boy. I love it. I love meeting the people. They're fun. And then um, people have reached out too for like events. So I had a, a good friend of mine had her wedding. Coffee cart showed up. Uh, she had a wedding. The coffee cart was at her venue. It was beautiful. She had a spooky wedding. So it was, it was incredible. <laughs> um, cool. And my brother-in-law, he's a director of the band in Lincolnton. And I started doing band gigs. And the band gigs, the mom, band moms, the band dads, they went crazy over the coffee. So that's kind of... Uh, kept steamrolling to all these coffee events with band stuff and middle schools and burns and yeah events started happening which I really didn't count on I just I thought it was gonna be like a small little farmer's market thing but yeah I think that's really cool with business like I think when you do something well and especially I think it sounds like you have a very strong customer service mindset which I think is so important and I think it's something like People, I don't think sometimes when they're in business realize like how important the customer service and the customer experience element is beyond, you know, what you're doing. You can sell really good coffee, but if you're, you know, if you're not kind or not approachable or it doesn't work, it's not gonna work. Yeah, people will not come back. And so I will, I will not come back. Like I, we've all had bad service. I don't. I'm not gonna be rude. I'm gonna be respectful. I'm gonna do everything right. But you're never gonna get my dollar again. That's that's right. it. So. And and it's hard because I think like sometimes. Like, like, I mean, you've started, you, you've hired people now, right? Like, so there's days when you're there and there's days when yes. you have a person. And so like, like when you were hiring someone, like, did you have a specific thing in mind? Like, how did you go about hiring that person? Uh, I hired Bree. Uh, it was one of my best friends, Seth Buff's sister. Mm -hmm. um, talked to her a little bit. She said she was interested. Um, and then I met her. Super kind, super chill. That's what I need. That's somebody's going to smile, say hey to you, and that's it. And yeah, because that person suddenly becomes like the representative of yep. the bike. Yeah, that's that's the face of the market, and so I, that was really that's really important to me. And I I've probably been like not hovering on her, but I'm like, is everything okay? Do you need anything? Yeah. Are you happy? Do you enjoy doing this? And she just she loves it. So she's yeah. on the same plane as me. So I, I love her to death. I couldn't ask for somebody better. That's awesome. Um, what do you think is most challenging about having this kind of business? Uh, probably the prep. Um, I think that's going back to your other question. Like, what do you do before the events? It's, it's a lot of prep work behind the scenes. It's not like I go to the farmer's market for four hours and I'm done till the next four hours, the next week or mm -hmm. the event. There may be six to eight, I don't know, 12, another day of prep work, making sure everything's roasted, the cold brew is going. I make lavender lemonade. I got to make sure the lavender field is, is about to start blooming. So we'll have that going off soon. So make sure everything's picked and ready and like fresh for the customer. Yeah. Yeah. I find that with the brewery, like that, those are all like learning curves that we're dealing with too, is like, you've got to stay ahead of 
the production. Like when you when you yourself are making some portion of the product that you're creating, like you are also having to recognize like I am the manufacturer and therefore I need to be aware of, you know, shipping timing and supply, you know, issues and all that kind of stuff. So I know that can be really challenging too. Our, our best friends are like Seth Buff and then they own the restaurant uptown Lafayette Street Grill and Pub. And so just watching them go through the restaurant business because they jumped in as well. So yeah. I get to I get to see them do their thing and they made it incredibly successful and it's it's an awesome place now. Yeah. And I have to like I watch. I mean, you got it's, you're, you're not cheating. You got everybody around you. You need to watch what they're doing because if they're succeeding, hey, maybe I need to change something up. Maybe something's not working. Let me let me try something new. Yeah, like observe what successful people around you are doing to be successful and be able to emulate those kinds of things as well. Yeah. So when we kind of right before we got on this call, I was saying, you know, like love for you to kind of just share about your business mm -hmm. and stuff. And you mentioned that you were willing to kind of just talk about all the things I think you wish you had known. Or... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's you can research on YouTube and read everything you want to for a year, just like I did. And you'll feel like you got it and you're going to be successful at it. And you're still like hoping for success. But there's the small things of like, well, I need to go to the health department, of course. I need to talk to the agriculture people, make sure everything's inspected, make sure everything's fresh and good. That wasn't on my mind. So then I need to also, I named it Sunshine Coffee because uh, our daughter's name is Eleanor. That means sun, Sunshine Coffee. There you go from there. And so I had to pick out a name. Okay, got to get an LLC. I need somebody to design a logo logo i'm me and my wife can't draw we don't know anything about graphics we gotta <laughs> we gotta hire that out so that, that was a big thing because it's not just like jump and go and hand somebody a cup of coffee there's there's a lot behind the scenes just to get there but uh, take the jump um like i said i borrowed from my 401k um if money was just sitting there i wanted to do it there's no reason for me not to do it we're we're okay in life where we were able to do it so i just took the jump and did that um, I talked to uh, different food trucks in the area. How are they doing it? Are they having fun doing it? What's the customers like? Just getting the ground. And I wasn't sneaky about any of this, too. I wanted to say, hey, I got this going on. What do you think about it? Giving all the information you can. And I only got back positive stuff. Like, yeah. they're going to they're gonna tell you, hey, I wish I would have known this. And be like, okay, I never even thought about that. So yeah. If you're thinking about doing something like this and you know someone who has, like, a food truck business or something that, might have similar requirements like it's a good it's a good idea to go talk to those people like like you said and kind of disclose like hey I'm thinking about doing this thing and kind of see if they're willing to like just give you you know information like help you I know um in some places like the Better Business Bureau um or some of the like community business organizations sometimes have like almost like guidebooks that kind of help people get their businesses started so uh, like when I lived in Georgia, um, we lived in a small town called um, uh, Holly Springs and they had like a very small little chamber, but um, well in, in the county. Um, but when I went to them, they had so much good information. Like these are all the things you need based on this kind of business that you're building. And that can sometimes I feel like give you a little bit of. And sometimes those instructions are just insane to read. Yeah. And you're not, you don't have a legal background or you're like, I'm just confused. That's what the best thing. You can just reach out and ask somebody. Please yeah. just ask them. If you're thinking about starting a coffee thing, please ask me anything so I can tell you where I failed or <laughs> you, you won't fail. That's the yeah. biggest thing. 
Yeah. Um, and it's nice it's... too, because I think a lot of people in small business are, are very community minded. That's kind of like what's important to me in the community that I have is like this collaboration and knowing that, you know, we all have all these experiences and all these experiences are like really valuable information that we can pass along to other people. Like um, I know when um, we went to the North Carolina Brewers Conference this year, we ran into a couple that were kind of in the same phase that we were. They were pretty close. They were just behind us. And so I was able to kind of be like, well, this is what we've done. And then once we opened, like probably a month in, the lady called me and I was like, this is going to be a long conversation, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but like I just unloaded everything that I had learned. And like a lot of it was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even think about that. Like, thank you so much for this, because now I won't miss that or whatever. So, yeah, I think um, like what's really important kind of from learning from Jordan here is like Jordan did a lot of research. Jordan wasn't afraid to ask other businesses questions and try to get the help that he needed so that he didn't really miss anything. And I know you still miss things, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I need to order cups. I'm behind on that. Like, <laughs> yeah. like not, there's stuff that needs to be done constantly. Um, but like I said, I work a week on, I'm off a week. Uh, I didn't want this business to take absolutely anything away from my family because that that's, that's number one to me. Yeah. So as long as my wife, she's okay with everything, the baby is taken care of, we're looked after, Coffee can continue. A uh, big family person. It's yeah. just I love my girls, and that's that's all that matters. As long as they're happy, we're gonna keep slinging coffee and just keep it going. Yeah. Um. So, would you have any kind of like just advice that you would leave on the table for anybody who's listening, who's thinking about doing a coffee cart or a small coffee business? Like, just any kind of nugget or something that you feel like is an important lesson that you've learned through the process. If you're going to do coffee, uh, make sure you get a good espresso machine. Um, make sure your, gr- your grind size is right on your coffee. Make sure you're tasting your coffee every single time. You're going to go through bags of coffee to pull the perfect shot. You need to write down, record how long it took to get the shot. What was the weight of the shot? How many grams was it? Did I get 18 grams of coffee on that last extraction? You need all that information. And once you start getting, oh, this tastes great. Well, now you wrote down, you have your game plan. So you just keep re- repeating that until you serve it to your customer. Yeah. Uh, constantly change too. I think that's a good thing. Looking what works. I've been doing this for six months now. It's working, but here's something better. Okay. We've got to, we got to change gears. Let's, let's keep evolving. And what made you decide to do the lemonade? I have a lavender field right next to my house. Why am oh. I not making lavender lemonade? <laughs> why am I, why, me and my daughter, she's out there. Uh, she was, I think she was two, and she knew, like, hey, let's go get lavender. She said, I got to get my box. And so I got the scissors, and we go pick lavender together. And I, I'll always cherish that memory, just picking lavender with her, getting it, yeah. drying it out, and just, hey, you got a lavender field. Let's use it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, Jordan, thank you so much for taking the time to, like, talk to us about your business today and kind of give us some insights into, like, what you did to prepare and as well as those nuggets for anybody who's thinking about starting a coffee business. And um, is there a place, like, people can find you online? Sunshine Coffee. We're on Facebook and Instagram. My wife manages most of that for me. She's incredible. Uh, that's kind of where we're at right now. I haven't built a website. I don't think I will. I just... <laughs> I'm yeah. just having too much fun with like right. events and farmers markets to yeah. kind of branch out with that yet. Awesome. Well, thank you again. I hope you have a great day. Yeah, thank you so much. Bye.
before we go, I just want to remind you of my upcoming Refuel Your Business Mentored Retreat in Shelby, North Carolina, Thursday, May 18th through Saturday, May 20th. And if your business seems to be taking a backseat to life or just needs dedicated time or your business idea needs dedicated time, this retreat is for you. Imagine being able to take a weekend where you could get away from the demands of everyday life and take time to have fun, regroup, network, and work on your business or your business idea. And that is what this is all about. I will be there. It will be hands-on. We will have workshops where we are going to be working through um, all of your business needs, being able to get in there and say, hey, like, where are my problems? Like, where do I need to improve my processes? Where do I need to start? All these things. And you are going to have the awesomeness of our business community members that are there who have a diverse background to be able to network with and get very awesome insights, just like we kind of got out of today's podcast. So I want to encourage you guys to go check this out and register for it. Um, it's going to be again in Shelby, North Carolina. So if you guys want more information about this, go to KimAndersonConsulting.com and then click on retreat that's in the menu. Um, and you should be able to find out all the information get the ticket information, get the hotel information, whatever you need. And I would love to be able to hang out with you. There's only 30 seats. So I would encourage you to hurry up and grab your spot while you can. If you know you can't make it in person, there is a virtual ticket option where you could check out on the sales page. Um, but it would be really awesome to be able to see you, interact with you. And I hope you guys have a great week. Thank you for listening. Tell me your business.